This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. You know when you're really stressed or not feeling so great about your life or about yourself? Talking to someone who understands can really help. But who is that person? How do you find them? Where do you even start? Talkspace. Talkspace makes it easy to get the support you need. With Talkspace, you can go online, answer a few questions about your preferences, and be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. If you're depressed, stressed, struggling with a relationship, or if you want some counseling for you and your partner, or just need a little extra one-on-one support, Talkspace is here for you. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance, no problem. Now get $100 off your first month when you go to Talkspace.com slash comedy. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com slash comedy. Talkspace.com slash comedy. And now it's time for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. And it's the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. No, it ain't. It's my show now. No, it ain't. <laughs> You're the butt of dumb person. I want to be the It's the Angry Wife Show. That is every show. I'm angry at myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm always. Are you the wifey now? You're angry a lot. You know what? I'm, I've been pretty happy here lately, so whatever. Mm-hmm. You brought out the happiness in me with the butter on. No, not on the mic. Huh? Nothing. Anyway. And there's the look of death. We now have the angry ninja wife. <laughs> oh, don't look at me like that. Bad joke, bad joke, bad joke. It is, it is. I love you. Yeah, I know. So we're doing something dangerous. And risky. Risky. And something she normally doesn't want to do. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking about my bad jokes, really? Wow, yeah, yeah, you take it to a whole new level. Um, No, that's working without a list. Like, she wanted to record so bad, she's like, let's just go without a list. Let's just go. I'm like, but but no list? And she's like, we're going to be live dangerously. Dun, dun, dun. Dangerous. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I don't even know what we're going to do. Well, you know, you said talk about some TV. And I was trying to think about some TV I just recently watched. And it's going to bore your brains out. Like, I'm thinking about TV I've been watching. I've been re-watching a bunch of old stuff. That's what I've been doing. I've been watching Doctor Who. I started over the beginning again. I've been watching Duck Dynasty. Okay, Duck Dynasty is just great. I love Duck Dynasty. Do you know one thing about that show that I didn't know? What? They hate their beauty. Really? Yeah. How that started was, it used to be during hunting season, they wouldn't shave their beards. Yeah. But they would shave them the rest of the year. They'd trim them. I mean, they wouldn't go clean shaven, but they wouldn't have the big, you know, Bushy. mountain beard. Yeah. Yeah. They actually kept their stuff in control. But the first season, they had the big long beards. It was like right during the hunting season. And people liked it so much, the producers were like, okay, you can't shave your beards anymore. Oh, I'd be like, oops. No, I mean, that was, like, in their contract. And they hated it. They wanted to shave their beards. And, like, when the show was finally over, you can actually see a video of, uh, I think it's Jace. Mm -hmm. First thing he did was shave his beard. 
Alright. Yeah, he looks weird. <laughs> yeah, I... So, yeah, uh, something about that show I did not realize. I did not realize that. Of course, when you're making a million dollars an episode, divided up amongst you know, all the people, of yeah. course, and they say, you're not shaving your beard. Or you're, like, you're like, um, okay. You how much money? Here. Right? Like, I'll, I'll not shave. That's fine. Yeah. Shave November. And they went on for like nine, ten seasons? Yeah. Could you imagine wanting to shave for ten years and not being able to? No. Right? No. Like, I'm at like two weeks right now and it's driving me crazy. <laughs> That's because you can't grow it. No, it starts to it gets irritating. Yeah. I can only imagine what the big like mountain beard that you could braid to your nipple like would be like. Oh. I'm sure you would get used to it. I, 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 if they got used to it, then why they hate it so much? It's probably hot. Right? No, not okay. Plus, I'm pretty sure the one dude that's actually in charge doesn't actually hunt or know anything. <laughs> he he look, he look corporate. He look corporate. Really? Really? Yeah, he really is. Every time they do anything that's outside that involves getting dirty, he sits and like, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Am I wrong? Nah, he kind of went to college and got a uh, Yeah, he, he got educated and like, oh, I'm not doing that stuff anymore. Nope. I mean, it could just be because he's like that. I don't know about that. I mean, whatever. Look, and pretending they're, they're the normal, still, country rednecks when they're all millionaires from this company was also a stretch. I love actually how they address it in that show with the homeowners association problems they always have. Yeah. Oh, that's great. What do you mean I can't skin a deer in my front yard? Right? What's wrong with that? Yeah. Makes me want to go eat deer. Or chickens. You know, I can see why no chickens. I don't see... Look, I'm not a fan of chickens because we had chickens growing up. And I don't like them. They... Yeah, no. I had to clean that cage. No. And they ran around the milk room. No. But I don't know why you can't have them in your yard. Homeowners Association. Never join one. You'll be okay. Yeah, I could survive in a homeowner association. Yeah. Better that Because apparently there's a limit on dogs, too. And, like, certain breeds... Yeah, well, that wouldn't work for us. No. I think we have two restricted breeds upstairs right now. I think we have three. No. Yeah, um, one of them, I think my sister was looking at a house in one, and you couldn't have pit bulls. You couldn't have German Shepherds. What? Yeah. And my baby is a Shepherd Husky mix. And then we have another German Shepherd. And, and then we have a German Shepherd. And then we have... Two mixed pit bulls. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them is a Mastiff. Yeah, Pitbull makes so I can never live in a homeowner association. I mean, it might be great for some people, but if I want a chicken, I want to be able to go get a chicken. Yeah, because, you know, Colonel Drumstick. You know what? You know what they were eating. You know what went into them. It'd be the best chicken ever. I'm just saying, we're naming it Colonel Drumstick. That is fine. Or if I wanted to go get a pig, I want a pig. Okay, I, I, want, I want a pig now. I know, but I'm not a big fan. It's not an outdoor pig. I want the little mini pot belly pig. That's not work with our dogs. Whatever, they'll just play with it. We're going to name it Crispy Bacon. Crisp P Bacon. Yeah, we're not getting a pig. We're a pig. Yeah, no pig. Why? I'm just saying. I don't know why homeowners associates, like you pay them. So why do they have so much say over what you do in your property or your house if you're paying them to say your business? I'll even let you feel me doing the spider pig. Have you ever lived in a homeowner association? 
No, no, <laughs> no. I've never been that bougie. Ah. Yeah, no, never been that bougie. Never will be that bougie. Even if I have the money to be that bougie, I'd be like, oh, I'm not living here. Yeah, I can't. I won't. No, don't tell me what to do. Like, no. Hmm. No. If I, I miss mowing my yard one day, I'm not paying a fine. No. Sometimes I just don't want to mow my yard. You don't get a horse and then I have to mow your yard again. Not if you're in a homeowner association. Oh, no. Yeah, so you want to get a horse? Is that what you're saying? Maybe. No. Oh, come on. I don't get a spider pig. You don't get a horse. Okay, you get me a horse and I'll get you a pig. Oh, that's... I want a horse first. That's dirty, good of <laughs> That's dirty. Yeah. Like, all we need for a pig is a litter box. We need, like, a whole barn for a horse. No more cows. I miss cows. You just don't understand what it's like. Well, I mean, I'll just buy you a salt egg. And... No, I need the cow to go with it. Oh, come on. I just thought you maybe you missed the salt lake. You know, that's getting old. Is it getting old? It's getting old. Okay, I'll let it go. Like, there's so many other things that you can make fun of, and you keep going back to that. Because that's the one that kills me the most. You literally pushed a cow out of the way to lick the salt. I was curious. And I was like seven. I, yeah, I mean, it, it kills. You're immune to all diseases now. Congratulations. I, you know what? I'm thankful to the little baby Jesus that I grew up on a farm because I think that's why I don't get sick like a lot of people. Right? Because wasn't it like covered in cow poo you had to clean? And... Slobber. No, I'm talking about just in general, like the ground and stuff. Like, yeah, you complained about some of the stuff you had to step in and clean up. Yeah. Or accidents flying. <laughs> oh, look, it's mud. But, oh, that's not mud. No, look, look. Okay, so we're so off base here. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the story, right? So everybody close your ears. It's just for him. <laughs> so my cousin, my sister, and me were playing in the hayloft. You know what a hayloft is, right? Yeah, the place where they keep hay. It's up high. It's lofty. Okay, so up in the hayloft. And there are the doors that you can see out. That's where you bring the square bells in. <laughs> and there was this big pile, and it was almost to the door of the hayloft. <laughs> and she, my sister was like, oh, no, Dad, she's been bringing all the mud from the pond, you know, trying to fix the pond. That's all the mud from it. Y'all should go just jump in it. Now, we're probably like six, maybe a little older. I got a lot more respect for your sister right now. <laughs> and we're like, okay, so we're in the house. We're going to jump into this big pile of mud. I mean, come on, it's mud. We jump in and it's not mud. Well, it's not all mud. And we're sitting there going, I don't know what to do. And my sister goes, well, you're already in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, 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 wait. You didn't immediately get out of it? Oh, no, we... Well, we sat there for a minute because we were in shock because we're like, this ain't mud. <laughs> was it still warm? Uh, That's a yes. And like every time we tried to get out of it, our shoes would sink. So we were losing our shoes. So we didn't know what to do. For the record, you burned those shoes. <laughs> just go ahead and get that one out the way. So, I mean, it's just like, okay. So what do we do now? Do I move and lose my shoes? Because shoes, you know, were very 
good. You didn't lose your shoes or you got in trouble. Uh-huh. I bet you little bit okay with you losing those shoes. Oh, no, they clean. Oh. They clean. And so we're just sitting there for a minute like we need to get out, but we don't want to lose our shoes because we don't want to get in trouble. What do we do? And my sister is rolling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's great. She's just, yeah, so people can unclog their ears now. Oh, that was just a, a crappy situation. <laughs> right? But, uh, you know, I mean. How do you explain that one to your parents? Um, It started with, you tell mom and dad, I'm going to kill you. And then we go, we fell in and I went after her. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, like, you can't tell them, like, how are we going to explain being in the poop? Because yeah. there's, there's no yeah. there's no hide in this one. Yeah. She slipped a bell and I went after her saber. Uh-huh. So you had to look like a hero. Yeah. You were, you were, you were a poo hero. Yeah, but they didn't believe it. No. Yeah, no. Sister get in trouble? No. Yeah, of course not. If I'm not mistaken, they couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> it is really hard to be in trouble while you're laughing. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, they couldn't stop laughing. But, yeah, we weren't allowed in the house. They had hoses down. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I had a situation like that, but there wasn't poo involved. Like, it actually was mud, but I ended up covered head to toe. So they made me, they, like, we're living in an apartment complex, so we didn't have a place to hose off. But they made me go outside and stand on the patio, and they brought out buckets of water and threw it on me before they let me come in the house. And, uh, no, it was my stepbrother, so it wasn't warm water either. <laughs> Oh, you think you get warm water coming out of the hose? <laughs> no. Yeah, but I could have had warm water. You could have. Yeah. And then, no. Uh, no. There, there's one setting to the hose. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, why is it so cold? <gasps> why did you jump in poo? Shut up. I was saving her. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> we still got off track there. Oh, whatever. That was a good one. Uh and what has poo done for you? It made me immune to everything. Everything. Except for sinuses. Yeah, you think you'd be immune to that because after being in poo, you means you can smell anything ever again. Do you want to know the funny thing? <laughs> I, growing up, I was outside almost every day. <laughs> uh, I mean, hay, uh, cows, anything you could be allergic to, I played in and played with. <laughs> Never had a problem. Uh-huh. I lived in the city limits for a couple years. Now I have sinuses. I think there's something there. That it's not pure. <laughs> there ain't no pure. I lived in the country. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, I, I, actually, it, it's it's because you came to the city. There was actually less stuff, so your body lost the buildup it had. It's something. And it never comes back. It's something. Yeah. God bless Sudafed. Yeah, because I never had any of these issues. And I played with cows, chickens, horses, pigs. Poop. So you played with pigs and I can't have one? That's so selfish. I told you, give me a horse and you can get a pig. I asked for a pig first. I've asked for a pig for years. I want a pig. A little pot belly pig. Yeah, cute they are, the little noses. <clears throat> anyway, okay, so back to TV shows. <laughs> yeah. I've been watching a couple, and I've been burning through seasons at a time, and I was watching 
blacklist. I know this show. And I, I wanted to watch the show because of the actor and whose name is now escaping Spader. my mind. Spader, yes. Because he did uh, Stargate the movie yes. and uh, he did Boston Legal and Practice. And he just, he did the voice of Ultron. Must have been me. Yeah, he was the voice of Ultron. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, and he has that good voice and good actor. And in this movie or show, he plays the bad guy. Mm hmm. But he's not, he's not the really bad. bad guy. But he's not really bad guy. But he is the baddest guy of all time. He's on the FBI most wanted list. And then one day he just randomly walks in the FBI and goes, My name is this. I'm here to see this person. And then sets down his suitcase and puts his hand behind his head. And like the lady at the, you know, who passes the street looks on the wall because it's the FBI office. And there's his picture on the FBI's most wanted list. And what he basically says is, I want certain things, and in exchange for that, I'm going to give you the real bad people. The people you don't even know are bad. Mm -hmm. And I'm only going to work with this one agent. Mm -hmm. And it gets, the story gets complicated from there. He literally does. He like, there's this guy who does this. And they're like, who? We've never heard of this person. And one of the great things about the show is he doesn't know any of their real names. Mm -hmm. So it's always like, we're going to go catch the lobotanist, or we're going to go catch the gardener, or we're going to go catch the chemist, or the mechanic. And, and they... The baker. Actually, the baker might have been one. Don't ask how he took care of his people. It, it was a Swedish five situation. And no, no, no. But yeah, and, and that's what he does. And I've only made through the first season. Um, I think I might stop with the first season, because I saw a thing that happens like in the second and third season, and I'm like... Oh, y'all right now, things are right. I gotcha. That's that's okay. But the first season was really, really, really good. I, I advise anybody, if you like spy kind of stuff, if you like that kind of show, it's amazing. Um, I would say detective kind of stories, but eh. Oh, it does show a really interesting approach. The reason he's able to do what he does um, is he thinks like a bad guy. You know how many times he's gone back in with the FBI after they're like, we can't find any clues, and he looks like it's because well, you're thinking like a cop. And then they find everybody. It's awesome. Love that show. So everybody should go watch at least the first season of Blacklist. Mm -hmm. Now we started watching another show on Netflix. Oh, the one we started watching today? Yeah. I'm telling you, if 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 I could cook like this, I, I would be a millionaire. It's uh, Best Leftovers? Best Leftovers. And they take... Oh, here, look. This lady took a leftover fish, fish filet from McDonald's and french fries and made like a bougie... Could be served in Gordon Ramsay's restaurant, plate of food that was tasty. Apparently. And I don't like fish fillet when it's fresh. Right. It's pretend to fish. And she made it good. Um, it's a competition show. Mm -hmm. But uh how many rounds? Uh two, I believe. Two rounds. And they give them the most horrible leftovers and they're like, make us good food. And the more stuff you use from the leftover tray, the, best. The, the better. And the better it tastes, the better. And like one dude, like the very first episode of Love Me Goes, and one of the leftovers is cauliflower rice. And I'm not using that because it's cauliflower rice. Yeah. Nobody likes cauliflower <laughs> rice. <laughs> like one that has to taste like healthy leftovers yeah, that was and that turn one. into comfort food. Right. Now when you think of comfort food, you don't think 
Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go, let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block, and you're going to love the experience. On week four, this part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest. Go on vacation. Or try something new. Maybe some yoga. Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not going to quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You win? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Are you ready to get started? Cauliflower rice, broccoli. You think mac and cheese, chicken. Although I kind of feel like that was a really easy challenge. I do. Okay, they took it above and beyond with their dishes. Don't get me wrong. It was amazing what they did. But I can take any healthy food and make it comfort food. All I do is apply the Paula Deen method. Butter. You put enough butter on it, it's instantly a comfort food. Yeah, but they had to take a cauliflower rice and make a comfort food. I don't like cauliflower. You put enough butter in it. No. Yeah, butter no. and cheese. Now you, you take you take enough butter and cheese and you make a cauliflower mash. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, maybe. maybe see? Maybe. Yeah. You, 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 trust me, you give me enough butter and cheese, I can make anything a comfort food. Maybe. Now, I like the one lady that made a sandwich and put, like, layers of, like, apple pie. Well, she made an apple pie, turned apple pie into an apple sauce. Yeah. And put it on the sandwich. And she made a layer of, it was, like, stuffing. And she put fried. Put apple pie in the stuffing. That's what it was. It, but she fried it to make it yeah. solid. Like, it was almost like putting. Uh, yeah. Genius. It was, she, she, yeah, she, it looked good. I'm like, I was going to the show. Like, I've never wanted to eat leftovers this much before. I'm like, I'm a leftovers person. But, yeah, I'm like. Elevating leftovers to mm-hmm. goodbye in a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm like, I want to watch the show and learn how to do some stuff for leftovers. And I'm like, I ain't never doing <laughs> none of this. Y'all done got some. It, this is how I imagine dinner goes at Gordon Ramsay's house for leftovers. Really? It is. Wife's all like, I'm going to make something leftovers. Gordon's like, I got this. You know. Like, <laughs> All we have is chicken nuggets. He goes, mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He comes back with a beef wellington. <laughs> he likes smashing chicken wellington. He smashes them all together. <laughs> we're going to parade them. Then we're going to make a, a patty. And then we're going to make a meatloaf, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's kind of how I picture it. Oh, oh, I'm so excited. Why? By the time this airs, it actually already been out for a while because we're okay. always ahead. So, sorry. The Hell's Kitchen. Yes. Finally, a new season of Hell's Kitchen. Gordon Ramsay is going to call somebody a donkey. It's going to be amazing. We have a bet on that. He is like my favorite. He is. And you know what? My first exposure to Gordon Ramsay was Hell's Kitchen. But if you actually go back and watch his other shows, look at the stuff he's actually done, he's a really good dude. See, my first exposure to him was, um, it was on BBC... It was called the F word. I've never seen it. Is it any good? I liked it. Was it yelling and calling people donkeys? It wasn't as dramatic as Hell's Kitchen. Right. But it was, he wanted it done right. 
Yeah. But there was one episode in particular where his mom's in there and they're making the same dish. Oh, and mom's is better. I guarantee it, mom's is better. You can, you, you can't cook mom's dish better than mom. It's but like a rule. That was my first, and I was like, okay, I like you. Let's see what else is out there. Did you know a blind chef won Master Chef? I did not know that. I was in shock. I I, I don't really watch Master Chef. Uh, Lord knows I have enough stuff on the TV. But I was on on the Facebook because the Facebook is where everybody goes for news and information. Probably not <laughs> a good plan. <laughs> but no, they showed a video of this blind chef, and it's like, and, and they kind of they clickbaited me into watching it, and like because they showed Gordon Ramsay yelling and screaming. And he talks about the blind master. They kind of made it look like he was going down on yeah. it. And I'm like, oh no. No, that's the end of Ramsey. You can't, you can't do that. And they tell her. And it shows her trying to be on the show. They start. They have to cook a dish. And they look at her. We're going to judge you like everybody else. And she's like, that's exactly how I want it. But they're even a little helpful. Because yeah. like, uh, obviously in her home kitchen, everything's exactly where yeah. it always is. It's not like that. Master Chef, she's never been in there. So when she gets lost a little bit, she's like, she asks him, where did I set my green onions? Yeah. And they're, they're right next to your hand here. Yeah. But they don't hand it to her or nothing. But they, yeah. they got her. Got her just a little bit just because it's an unfamiliar kitchen. Yeah. And she makes these dishes that are through the roof amazing. Like Gordon Ramsay had one complaint on her first dish. She goes, he goes this would be better if you had added a little bit of rice, but I would serve this in my restaurant. Just as it is. And they give her an apron. And sure enough, she takes and wins Master Chef. And I'm all like, I struggle making a poached egg. Mm -hmm. And you are cooking five star. I need a better myself. Because hats off to you. You're amazing. I now feel like a person. <laughs> that I have all my faculties and I couldn't pull off a poached egg. And you just made a, a five course, five star meal. Yeah. Makes me yeah. So yeah, we need to go back and watch that whole season of Master Chef. I like Master Chef too, Oh yeah. Uh, but same thing. These kids and they're cooking and I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. How'd you do that? What? But you see a different side when he's on juniors. You'd see his soft side more, but you also see his soft side in regular Master Chef. Um, I'll never forget it. There was an episode where they were making him cook live lobsters. Mm -hmm. And one of the sh people on the show was like a hardcore vegan. Mm -hmm. But she was cooking the meat. She was doing the challenges like she was supposed to. But part of the challenge for that one was they had to kill the lobster. Mm -hmm. And she had an emotional breakdown about killing an animal. And he pulled her aside and was talking to her and was being super and even offered to kill it for her. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, you know, like, you know killing's not a giant part of the challenge. It's about how you, whatever, cook how you it. And, and she goes, no, if I'm going to be a chef, i got to do this. And she did it. But, like, at that moment, he pulled her aside and had that little moment with her. He wasn't yelling. I'm like, oh. When he went and grabbed her, I'm like, oh, he's about to tear her apart. And no, it wasn't. It was the exact opposite of that. He was, yeah. he was like, you're an amazing cook, but this, you know, I'll do it for you. Yeah. And so he's not actually a bad person. He just turns up to 10 when he's on Hell's Kitchen. I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, on Hell's Kitchen... You kind of want to because you have all these egos in there like, I worked at this restaurant, I did this, this. And then they can't do the simplest dish that people at home can do. Yeah. So, I'm yelling at the TV like, man, I'm, I made that last week. And you're telling me you're struggling but you've been working in a restaurant for 10 mm -hmm. years? Although, 
I had forgotten because we just went back and watched the very first episode of Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. How many of them in the first season weren't actual chefs? Yeah. Like the first person that gets home was a home cook. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, now it's all of course chefs. Yeah, I think the second season is when it became more. Yeah. Although my personal favorite victory story, and I can't remember her name, is gonna drive me crazy. Um, but there's a season, and uh, using this shortly as a descriptive because I honestly can't remember anyway. She was a really short, uh, black girl, and her first signature dish she served him grilled watermelon. And he's like, "You had this bad time, and you served me grilled watermelon." And then throughout the entire season of the show, never was in the bottom. Not once, and won the whole show, and she redeemed herself with that grilled watermelon. But yeah, he's like the reason you won is because you were never in the bottom. Not one time did you ever up for elimination. You always brought it, mm-hmm. and you win. Congratulations! Here's a quarter million dollars and go work at my restaurant. Right? Like, and I'm like, how do you rebound from grilled watermelon? You know what? She took the criticism and she took it to heart when she. Like, let me show you what I can do. And she did, and she won. And then there's also, of course, his his right-hand person now who's won Hell's Kitchen and now runs half of his company, which is just absolutely amazing. All right, so what else you got? We talked about Hell's Kitchen. We talked about some Master Chef. What else you got? Well, I was looking at the secret, the one that you're talking about. Do you remember the season? I know, no, because there's like 20 seasons. And I've watched every single episode of every single season. I cannot remember. Um, if you want, we can look it up later. But I, I, I don't know. There's way too many to look through. Although, who's your favorite winner that you can remember? Uh, I like Christina. Christina. See, I like Christina. I also like The Rock. Yeah. It, uh, Brock. Brock. But they called him Rock all the time. Though. No? It's Rock. Rock, they go to Rock. Maybe I'm just... It sounded like Rock sometimes. Yeah. But he was awesome, too. And I think he still works for Gordon Ramsay. I think it's the two that work for him still right now. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, but you know what other shows came on this week? What? RuPaul's. RuPaul's Drag Race. <sighs> They're doing it different this year. They do it different every year. No, they don't. They change a little something every year. A little something. No, they changed it major this year. What? They're having girls? I am waiting for two things to happen in this show. One, for a girl to come and just do do the... Because being a drag queen is about being over the top. Creating an awesome character. I see no reason a girl couldn't do that too. Being drag is dressing as... You know what? I ain't even gonna say We've had this conversation. And I'm waiting for another one. What? A straight guy that's a drag queen to be on that show. I'm waiting for that one. Because I really think it's always perceived as only gay men do this. But there's actually several straight guys that do it because they just like to perform and they're really good. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm waiting for that to happen, too. Yeah. That's what I'm waiting for. That could happen. Yeah. And I always look forward to one episode I won't watch. Snatch Game. The celebrity impressions, when they're good, are absolutely hilarious. And when they're bad, they're even better. Yes. Sometimes they're painful to watch, though. Yes. Oh, so what are they doing different this time? So, usually in the first episode, you know, they have to go through the main challenge. They have to do all these things. And then they do the lip sync at the end. Yes. Not this year. What? So, they brought in, at one point, they bring in three people. Mm -hmm. 
And then they'd make a little sign, you know, to tell them, oh, it's time for challenge. Mm -hmm. Three people. Uh, one time it was just two. And they brought them in like that. Some groups had three, some groups had two. And they had a lip sync. And then there were the cast-offs. And then there was the winners. So they started off by eliminating a whole bunch of people this yeah. first episode? They eliminate half the cast. But that half can earn their place back. But they've already had the lip sync for their life and everything. What? Yeah, they went to the pork chop. What? And on the walls, all the people who went home first. What? And then at the end of the episode, because it's only the first episode. Right. Of course, when this airs, it's probably over. But uh, they're like, you can earn your spot back, but you have to go ahead and eliminate one of y'all. They don't know each other. They know nothing about how their lip sync went down because they were all, you know, went separate. No one was together. And the have-nots were in the groups of the have. So the have-nots have not seen each other except for when they went to that little pork chop lounge. And now they have to vote one of them off before they can continue. That's messed up. Yeah. So they've already lip-synced in groups of two to three. Wow. Was anybody really good? There were some of them, yeah. But I'm like, what are we doing? You're eliminating half of it. Well, they, he, RuPaul does stuff like that ever so often. And then, like, what was the one, I think it was an all-star season, where every person got eliminated got a chance to come back? That's been a couple all-star yeah. seasons. So, I mean, you all... But not at the beginning of the very first episode. Whatever, they throw you a little loop. Gotta, gotta keep you, gotta keep you hooked, because that show's super popular. Look, you can make the same run plan. You can have it play the same way every season, and I'm still watching. You are, but not everybody would. Some people need that hook. And you tell me that when this happened that first season, you're like, I can't wait to see what happens next time. I, yeah, because I'm like, who are you going to vote off? Because y'all don't know each other. Yeah, see? So, yeah. I you, know who I vote off. But you have to see them all. Yeah. And one of the things about you watching the show that is different than what actually happens in the show a lot of time when it comes to voting off is... You actually base it completely on what they've done, everything. Like, I don't like this person because they failed all this other stuff. Or they are a hateful person. Are they, I don't like hateful points. Right. Um, but that's not how they... If they're picking, that's not how they do it. Mm -hmm. They tend to try to vote off the best person. Yeah. Because they don't want the competition. I know. But, like, when I say hateful points, I don't mean, like, like, just, you know, snarky. I don't like the ones that don't... Aren't very nice just for the sake of... Not being nice or the camera. Yeah, mean, mean people. Yeah. But I love me some Bianca Del Rio. I mean, in every reality show of our time, there's always the mean person that everybody hates. And that person always seems to hang out for a long time because it's good yeah. for ratings. Mm -hmm. Like, there was one, one uh, girl on Hell's Kitchen that I'm pretty sure they kept her around to the final three just because yeah. she was crazy. Mm -hmm. And, like, they already decided it was going to be one of the other two. But they're like, this girl's good for ratings. Keep her on. Yeah, I think so. And she legit was crazy. Yeah. Like, she talked to her. What was it, Bambi or something? It was something. Uh, yeah, you, you start off with, say, your name Bambi. Was it Bambi or Barbie? I think it was Bambi. But I'm not a thousand percent sure. Yeah. But if, if your name automatically qualifies for a stripper pole, you're probably crazy. <laughs> if you don't have to change your name to work at a strip club, you're probably crazy. That's not nice. No, but it's true. And it goes for guys or girls. 
Either way. If your name is like Colt, probably crazy. Just, just saying. Alright guys. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? I don't know. I think we kind of got off subject. <laughs> we stay off subject. This is what we do. It's Maverick, did you have a good time doing the show? I did, did you? I always do. I love doing the show. And I hopefully everybody listening to the show is enjoying it. And that's all that matters to me. And you know what? If you don't enjoy the Brandon Lines, give us some feedback. Just be nice. I cry. No, she doesn't. I do cry. She doesn't. She, she doesn't cry. She's only when she gets pulled over for a speeding ticket. You're right. I have an emotional breakdown when people are mean and hateful. Yeah, because she's plotting their demise and she's trying to figure out how she's going to get away with it. It's not true. So, please, if you listen, give us some feedback. Tell us what we should fix, what we should Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Tell hey. us what you really, really want. Oh, no. Don't tell me what you really, really want. Oh, no. Ziggy, ziggy. Ha, oh, no. Oh, no. We went there. No. Not okay. Oh, and that's going to be stuck in my head now for the rest of the day. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it does now. Tell you no. Okay. That's 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 the show for the day. <laughs> now that you've been permanently scarred. <laughs> it's just gonna blow out your eardrums with that laugh. I'm sorry. She's not sorry. Alright guys, y'all have a wonderful ninja night. <laughs> Bye. Alright, this is some just listening from the Angry Ninja. It's the Slightly Off-Key podcast. Slightly Off-Key. Angry Ninja approved. My boy Porkchop and Mitch putting out the good stuff. Funny. And to be honest with you, it's a little bit off-key. But it is good time. And it is ninja approved. And also... I approve. Ninja wife approved. Now, I'll be honest with you, a little bit heavy on the language on this one, so maybe not family approved, not ninja family approved, but definitely adult ninja approved. Good times for all. That's the Slightly Off-Key Podcast. Everybody should check that out. Bye. All right, guys, that was the show. And if you want to talk to the angry ninja, the ninja wife, battle, or even, on occasion, the conscript. There's a couple ways to do that. Do you remember what they are, Ninja Wife? On Facebook. On Facebook, search for Ask the Angry Ninja Show. There's a whole page dedicated to us. On Twitter. At Seaman2342. Uh-oh, she drew a blank. Oh, 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 no. Oh, no, there's the email. Um, AskTheAngryNinja at gmail.com and also on the Facebook there's a link where you can record an audio message in question and we'll if it's real good we'll even play the audio message on there and answer your question and yeah I hope you guys enjoyed the show be kind please be kind she pretends like she's sensitive but she'll stab you she don't really care I am sensitive no. and thank you for joining us as always alright everybody have a good night I hope you enjoyed the show Bye.